six, seven, eight. What the fuck is he doing? Nine. What the fuck is you counting down like that for? Ten. All right, ring the bell. Ring the bell. It's over. All right, the match is over. Ding, 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 ding. This nigga turned this into WWE. What the fuck going on? <laughs> nah, bro. That's really what Nate was hearing when, you know what I'm saying, when he was on the ground. Oh his ass tooted up like that. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, Is that? Man. We gonna get into it, bro. Let's start that episode, bro. What's poppin' with y'all? It's your boy Father Mike in the building. And we're here with another episode of the Why We Here podcast. I got my guy AZ with me in the cut. You're, you already know what it is, man. It's your man AZ, aka World Rub Rat, aka the Fifth Street Shorty, product of the motherfucking GMAE. You feel me? What's going on, Mike? Yes, What's good, man? I'm over here. Hey, God is good. Yes, sir. That's all I can say. I, I woke up for another day. I don't want to do any of this schoolwork. I don't want to do none of this shit, man. School's a scam. It really is, but it's a scam I'm going to pay. That's that's the unfortunate truth, really. We literally work our ass off for a piece of paper, and sometimes people don't even care about that piece of paper. But At all. That's, that's a whole other story. They're going to be like, yo, why are you showing me this? <laughs> My nigga, do you <laughs> got the skills? Yo, if I come into a motherfucking place and they say, hey, yo, why are you showing me this diploma? I think I might just cry there. I ain't gonna lie, you like you tell me I wasted I four years of my life for this. Yeah, I might just shed like a Denzel tear or some shit. Be like, yeah, bro, we got an executive who never went to school or stuff like that, and he was like, bro, I don't know why you even thought that I was about to like push you ahead or something, bro. You gotta. I ain't gonna hold you, start right bro. That really is like I know we not like this ain't a topic or nothing, but like that's really like one of my worst fears, bro. Is me doing school or this whole college thing for four years, and then in the profession that we go into. A motherfucker that don't got the skills and credentials per se that we have or that we built up over these four years gets a job before me. Cause it's just like, yo, I did all this for nothing. Then, if you tell me some average Joe off the street can come in and take over what I like, what I could do, then what was the reason of me doing it? There was no reason. Like, bro. What was School the reason of not... me spending my mom's money? What was the reason of me fucking crying all those nights? Like, what was the reason for it? If I literally could have just went on night. set and been like, hey, yo, my man, I know how to film. I know how to do this. What's up with it? Like, Yeah, niggas really be crying at night. They pussy. Okay. I was, I was, <laughs> I was saying figuratively, not literally, literally, you know. And it, no, because we're going to stop doing that. We, we, as men, can show emotion when no one's around. Anyway. Yeah, niggas pussy. Anyway, yeah, I feel what you're saying, bro. It's really, and it's honestly, it's gonna be like that because even halfway through school, I realized like, yo, school is not so you can learn how to do what you need to do, bro. Because they could teach you that literally wherever you work. School is really just, it's really just for networking. At least in our realm mm-hmm. or in our field, it's really just for networking. It's not really for how how well you can show your work off. You feel me? That's a fact. At least that's from what I've seen. You feel me? It's a lot of niggas is just like they don't be going to school at all. They just have dope videos and they already getting paid. And it's so like this this business that we in, it ain't no unless you like in like a label or something like that, it ain't no like set pay. Yeah, it's not. You feel me? A lot of this shit is like freelancing, like mm-hmm. you just pay whatever I ask of. And a lot of times you're not gonna get any work. Like it could be times where you can just go months without getting any work or anything done. But I, I think that's what it is, though. Like, just us, like, we're we're content creators, you feel me? So it's like, mm-hmm. there's no dollar amount of what, like, because sometimes you could just be creating content for free for years to come. And then somebody finally just be like, hey, we see your vision. You want this? You feel me? So it's like, you really, like, the shit that we get into is really just doing it out of the love. And hopefully the love will get you the money. Like, don't get me wrong, like, niggas ain't trying to be out here starving, but it's just like, you feel me? You got, like, I feel like once you like when you do it, when you start doing it for the money, that's when it's just like, bro, you're gonna be mad because it's just like, ain't no money in this shit at the moment. You feel me? So it's just like, come on. And it's just like that build up is like you really gotta stay down because 
Motherfuckers be doing that shit. That's why I always bring up Tyler Perry, because that motherfucker was doing that shit since he was, like, in his late 30s before he got a break. Mm-hmm. Like, and I be asking myself, like, do I have that patience? Like, I do be, like, working on my patience, like, year in and year out. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, do I really have that patience to, like, stay down and really be doing, like, content creating for, like, little to no money at all, like, for majority of the time? Yeah. Like, or to have that one break? Mm-hmm. So but it, but in our piece. industry though, you just need like you say, you just need that one chance. You need that one opportunity. And I feel like, well, me and you, we talk daily. So I feel like the ideas and the content that we can create, I feel like we like we we gonna have to stay down. You feel me? But it's good that we're starting earlier than later. You feel me? Because my my whole thing in life has always been, I don't want to be into something and then wake up one day and realize like this is not what I love. Like when I get on here and do this podcast, when I. Like, if I'm editing videos or I'm doing stuff, like, just media in general, I love it. You feel me? So, it's like, it don't feel like a job. It just feel like something I love to do. Because me creating content is me expressing myself. And I love to express myself. That is always facts. And even though people say I don't like expressing myself. Because you don't. <laughs> I like my expressing myself. No. Right I've literally been so, friends with you for four years. I don't remember oh any God. time that you ever expressed yourself. But I've expressed myself countless times, bro. Well, then we got two different definitions, cause at least at least five, bro. Max, mad expression. Five minus four, probably, or maybe five mad expressions. Five. It was mad expressions, you, bro. But it's like but you're literally real, like, the most stoic need... person I've ever met. First off, we're not about to make this into like some type of intervention or some shit like that, because <laughs> we're not talking about me right now. I'm just I, we just keeping it honest. I mean, we're keeping it honest, but hey. That could probably get me far by being stoic. I gotta search that word up though. Why? Why? Kind of forgot what stoic man. But anyway, yeah, bro. All you need is just one video to break. You know what I'm saying? One one music video, one clip, one vine, and you could be like Jake Paul. I just need a viral tweet. (laughs) (laughs) It could be like Jake Paul knocking niggas out in the ring. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm gonna stop it right there. Do not ever put. Jake Paul and knocking niggas out in the same sentence. Did he not knock a nigga out? That's just pure racism. <laughs> pure racism. That is that's like hey, that's yeah, that back like no, man, bro, that that just gets me hot. It gets me heated, man. Bro, really knocked. <laughs> Nate, you said bro, this really bad. Call that nigga a moon cricket nigger when he. Well, okay. <laughs> see, 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 see. Now you're going too far. Now you are going too far. Motherfucking reverse the Emancipation Proclamation on that nigga, bruh. Now, I will say, yeah, Nate definitely set us back to Jim Crow. He definitely was like, yo, colored fountain over here, whites only fountain over there. Because that was just horrible. Last time I seen a nigga get beat like that by a white man was civil rights. So it was just like, (laughs) it hurt my heart. Civil rights, LA riot. Like, I ain't gonna lie, but I thought Martin Luther King was gonna come out and help him. Because I was just like, yeah, this shit is bad. Like, I thought another LA riot was about to start after that damn night. was in the crowd and everything. He was commentating. I thought he was about to call the crib. It's like, y'all can't have this happen. Nah, man. I, I, that nigga Nick Young was sick to his stomach on Twitter, bro. Yeah, disgusting. Like, nigga, basketball players disowned him. He's like, yeah, I don't know what league he was part of. <laughs> yeah, they was like, bro, he is not fighting for us. Right? He's like, bro, he literally didn't. I don't even know this nigga. <laughs> hey, yo, that shit. But for everybody that, if you haven't known about this, I don't know what happened. But for y'all that don't know, um, there was a thriller. Is it thriller or thriller? Thriller. Thriller. Okay, there was a thriller about uh, exhibition between the great Mike Tyson and the great Roy Jones. Both two old niggas who are great in their prime <laughs> facing off in the main event. But before we got to that, we had the undercard of two other niggas we didn't know and Nate Robinson versus Jake Paul. It's funny how we had a whole other like fight and nobody t- like cared about that. Oh yeah, it was like three fights before even Jake Paul and, uh, and Nate Robinson. And all them real fighters, we was like, all right, yeah, nigga, whatever. Yeah. But Jake Paul and Nate Robinson, oh, oh my gosh. First off, I don't even, it, it makes you just think like, okay, how did we get here? Well, how did we get to a point where we have a 5'9", five, 5'6", five, whatever, point guard from, from the NBA facing against a former Vine star 
who is now the the center of hatred due to his previous racist comments and 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 just actions that he's just done stupidly. Wait, was that the, is he the is he the brother the one that made the video in the uh, the Chinese suicide uh, for it? It was either him or the other one. I forgot. I just know one of them got in trouble for that. Yeah, I remember that. They were showing like dead bodies on the vlog and stuff like that. Yeah, like he was standing next to him and like taking pictures with him and shit. First of all, I could I couldn't even be next to a dead body and just be like, yeah, let me film this and put this the whole time. Bro, I'll be like, yo, put that camera. I'll be like, as soon as I see the camera, I'll be like, yo, stop real quick. Yeah. Only because I just think that if you record like a dead person or something like that, like maybe like a spirit that's lingering might just go in the camera. And I don't want to take that home. Oh, this nigga been watching too much poltergeist. <laughs> I'll tell you, bro, niggas ain't believing that. You know, but we ain't even gonna speak on that. Yeah, that's all. Regardless, that. We don't know how we got to this moment right here. Well, I, I know, didn't Nate Robinson call him out, though? Like, I know they was doing the whole thing. And I guess, like, because I, I believe the event is for charity. So it was just uh -huh. like, I guess he was already going to fight in it or something like that. And I think uh -huh. Nate Robinson called. No, no, no. Because didn't he fight KSI before or him and his or his brother did? I think it was him because I don't. it wouldn't make any sense for his brother to fight him that he calls his brother out. Like, Yeah, so, so I, I think, think it was he Nate fought KSI that, that. before. And I think yeah. he was just on like, oh yeah, no. But then he, I think he got knocked out by KSI. I don't remember that fight. I just remember I don't know none of that fight. shit. But I know one of the brothers fought KS, a dude named KSI, and then they was just like, oh yeah, like we want to fight everybody, and we want like you know white boys get you know what I mean they get drinking their system want to talk tough. So but shit, that white boy is, is vicious. But <laughs> yeah. that white boy is vicious. Yeah, man. But you know. I think Nate just like, yo, I ain't in an NBA right now. I'm just working out for no fucking reason. Eh, let's just put it to work. And then he called Jake out. And I Jake was like, do you want to talk was... to me, nigger? <laughs> With the extra emphasis on the ER? <laughs> nigger? <laughs> you <laughs> You're calling me out? <laughs> yeah. He, no, this one I knew it was over with. Because he's literally said, I'm going to bounce your head on a canvas like a basketball. He basically told him, Nigger, I will do you dirty. I'll do you worse than them lynchers back in the day, nigga. What oh. you talking about? Okay, all that right, should all be right. over with. And he's I just... like, you're. Oh my gosh, the amount of racist comments he was making in this head. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah definitely was. Definitely. Oh was. yeah, he said, "I'm about to make your kids call me daddy." I already know, bro. Okay, he was all right. Some wild all shit. Right. He was saying some wild shit. I think, honestly, I feel like Nate Robinson's kids hate him. Yo, why, why would you say that? Because all the people he dedicated it to. He said, this one for my kids, for my family, for the whole NBA organization. I'm going to make y'all proud. When they saw his, when they saw their dad fall down the first time, first off, this was even what blew me even more, bro, because I later found out that this nigga fell three times in two rounds. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This nigga, Jake Paul, connected for eight of 21 punches. Yeah. So basically, three out of those eight was like knockdowns <laughs> or haymakers to the stick. Yeah, I don't after, think I want to be his kid after that. After the second one, I'd have been like, Yeah, what did I get myself into? Yeah, I'd be like, Yeah, mom, turn off the TV. <laughs> yeah. We ain't pay for this. It, you know what? I think it definitely <laughs> was rough in the Robinson household, like the day after, because just like, nigga, you know, you, you like, you, you, I mean, granted, pops has got some money, but then it's just like, Yo, I gotta go to school tomorrow. Like, <laughs> I gotta go to school tomorrow. Like, nah, bro. Nah, that's when I think, like, cyberbullying will really become, like, full effect. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That Zoom call will become the first ever roast call. Like, the first ever roast call. Yeah, like, niggas ain't I'm even Zoom, thinking about... Bro. They not thinking about calculus. They, they just gonna tell little Nate Robinson, like, yo, your dad got beat the fuck hey, up. Yo, that's the first thing they saying as soon as they get on, bro. Like, imagine like, hey, yo, the teacher trying that? to calm them down. He's like, yeah, 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 we ain't trying to hear that shit. Yo, your pops got knocked Ow. Hey, yo, son. Hey, teacher, I need you to hold on real quick with all that math shit. I know y'all niggas saw this fight. <laughs> I know y'all niggas saw this fight. We ain't passing over that. Yo. They was like, niggas yo. is over here interrupting the Pledge of Allegiance to talk about that shit. Like, nah, son. Fuck all that. It's like, yo, I know you're trying to talk about calculus, but we got to calculate how many times this nigga got hit. Like, <laughs> 
All these times this nigga done fell to the ground. <laughs> yo, like, yo, little man, you ain't even go, yo, you ain't jumping the ring with your pops? Look, all right, all right, all right. Now, now I gotta clap a nigga. Now we gotta fight, bro. Yo, nah, now niggas just gotta switch schools. <laughs> yo, it don't matter. It don't matter. Because you know why it don't matter? Because no matter what school he goes to, this was watched by everybody. Because you think about oh, it, time, black people black watched it because of Nate Robinson, and white people watched it because of Jake Paul. So if you go, if you black and you go to an all white school, they still gonna be like, "Hey, your your pops got beat up by Jake." <laughs> <laughs> like who wanna who want a country club white nigga telling them, "Yo, your pops got knocked out." Now it's nah, like, but on the bright, but on the bright side though, you actually probably could get away with it if you change schools because your last name is Robinson, which is like mad common. So you could realize, just be like, "Yeah, my name is Spencer Robinson." You're like, "Yeah, who's your dad?" I, no, nobody. No worry. <laughs> just he's gone. I don't know if you've ever seen Nate Robinson kids. He's gone. But his kids are a, a carbon copy of him, so there ain't no running from that. I know, but I'm saying, like, if you go to a white, all white school, and them niggas is probably not going really like, like, actually try to focus on that. You feel me? It's gonna be like, oh, Robinson. Now, if something comes up about Nate Robinson and then they click the two together, but nobody's just going to be like off rip, like, yeah, oh, Robinson, oh, this is Nate Robinson's kid. Even if they look just like him, white people think all oh, black people look alike, so it don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it really don't matter. I think they'll be straight. But yeah, that's that's a tough one to live down. Man. You know, my, my problem with this whole situation is, like, all right, yeah, you feel me? I We got to give props to Nate and show respect to Nate, like, Hey, you went in there, you got your money, you tried, I guess you tried your hardest and everything. So he's like, I'm not going to just all talk down on you. But the thing that I hated the most was you niggers. And when I mean niggers, I mean you rap niggas. You rap niggas make me sick. And I, disclaimer. By rap niggas, you mean the baby and stunner. Disclaimer. I love the baby and stunner. Like, if anybody knows who knows me, I love their music, especially Stunner. I fuck with Stunner heavy. But well, they uh, broke my heart. You niggas is out here doing the Nate Robinson challenge with Jake Paul with y'all, and then y'all gonna film a video with this man? This is, uh, yo, y'all giving this man the confidence to just come out and be like, yo, nigger now. Or nigger. <laughs> yo, I'm cool with my niggas. We knocked the nigga out. Like, he, and I know, <laughs> bro, when I saw the baby and Stunner for Vegas in that video, I knew right then and there. All those niggas laying down are those niggas' niggas. Those are not Jake Paul's homies. No. I was thinking Jake Paul just got all his black friends to do the Nate Robinson challenge, which is mad racist. But nah, he got niggas to get they niggas to do this shit. Which is it's it's just, heartening. It, it, it breaks my heart. And then Dr. I think Umar's what's his name? There. I think Lil TJ, after it happened, went on his IG, uh, on his IG story, was like, I told y'all niggas that Jake Paul was going to knock this nigga out, blah, 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 this and that. Yo, man, I'm rocking with my nigga Jake Paul. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Whoa. Now, don't, now, granted, we don't always have to vote for other black people just because they black. Hold well, on. We got to vote for other black people just because they black. I don't Jake care. <laughs> but when you're like, you're so emphatic about it, like, you're really like, Nah, bro, I knew this white nigga was going... Nah, I knew this white boy was really going to knock this nigga out, bro. I had... Nah, bro, I was dreaming about it, bro. I put 20 racks on it, bro. It's like, come on, yo. Now it's like... You, you could have just kept that to yourself, bro. Honestly. Yeah. You could have just been a tweet like, I told y'all. Or it could have been something simple as, I told y'all. Or be like, damn, don't play with Jake. Then you could have just said that. It would have been cool. But it's like, when y'all really rooting for these white people, like, just so proudly, like... I don't know, man. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't really, I wasn't feeling that. And it's like, yo, Stunner and Baby, yeah, I know y'all yeah, probably not gonna hear this, but if y'all do, please don't shoot me. But you know, I love y'all. I love y'all music, man. Y'all, y'all music is like the best. But y'all can't, and nah, man, y'all get points deducted, man. Y'all can't just be willingly out here with the white boy. But, and like, th- this is not coming off as racist or anything. Don't get me wrong. But I just love my people more than anything. You feel me? So if one of my brothers, aka black brother, is going down and has a rough moment, I'm not going to side with the white man that put him down. Yo, how this nigga ain't shoot him yet? I'm just wondering. I'm not trying to promote no, no, any no. violence. No, but they said Nate is a great sport, though. Like, he, you know what I mean? He took the L. He was okay. He, like, I'm not he accepted talking it. about the L, bro. After that, nigga, this nigga literally, first off, he hung out with just black niggas and was making fun of him. 
But secondly, but the black niggas allowed it though. They allowed that shit. He wore that nigga jersey. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's different. I definitely. What? I I, I, yeah. If I ever got knocked out by a nigga and that nigga wore something of mine, (laughs) like nah, bro. Like if this, if a nigga got a fucking Nigerian soccer T-shirt and put my last name on that bitch, oh. Yeah. Nah, bro. I understand violence at that point. Yeah, you gotta wake up and choose violence. <laughs> I understand it. You gotta, like, you... I won't. I won't be mad if you choose violence. I ain't gonna lie. Really, like, I understand being a great sport and shit. All right, you was talking your shit. You got knocked out. Whatever, nigga. All right, I learned my lesson. Da 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 da. But when you wearing my jersey now, all right, bro. With the shoes to match, my nigga. <sighs> In tied and fucking what that nigga had acid wash jeans, bro. Yo, he chill rocked out. the fit like it was 2016, bro. Nah, bro, that was back when I was still in the league, bro. You can't do that. Yo, you gonna you gonna color coordinate my downfall? That's crazy. <laughs> that's that's egregious. That's really that's, wild. Bro. That's sick. That's this, sick. I know this nigga was shopping at G Star when he got that shit, bro. Yeah. Nah, nah. Color coordinate it, my downfall. That is sick. I can't do it, bro. Well, Nigga's that's Nick. Right? That's Nick for for going out there in Nick's colors, just representing the shitty. <laughs> that's all he did. Like you knew he was already going. You put you put you, you put knew was you lose. put the the spirit of the shitty organization on yourself. You put that upon me. Nigga said it. I don't know what he said. He should have put on like Bulls colors or some shit like that. Like it's it's really a sad day. I honestly feel like we should be able, like us as just like black people as a whole should be able to, like, erase this from black history. I feel like it shouldn't count. I, I feel like if white people have been able to rewrite and erase history as they please, <laughs> yeah. so should we. And I don't count this in black history. Like, this didn't happen. Wait, what happened? I don't even know what like, you're talking about. Exactly. What was, he, what was he even talking about for 30 minutes? I don't I don't know. I really don't. Yeah, I'm confused. I think we were just Something. rambling. I think it was Roy Roy Jones. It was Roy Jones. It was, it was oh, like Roy you Jones, were talking about right? the main event fight. The main event yeah, fight, yeah, yeah, bro, because that's the only fight I was Yeah, really bro, because it was only just them two out there. Yeah, I think it was them two and, like, some other niggas, like, beforehand. But I don't yeah. even know the whole time. It was some shit. But, but let's get into the Roy Jones and Mike Tyson fight, because that's what we came here to <laughs> 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 We coming you for nothing the, else. Uh, we you talking about the here. fight with the drunk uncles in the backyard? Yeah, I'm talking about the fight where Roy Jones made his perfect rec- recreation of No Air yeah. by Jordan Spice. Right. That's that's why you, you 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 take. <laughs> Tell me how I'm supposed to be no yeah. air. Yeah, no air. I ain't <laughs> had no air in a couple of weeks because my bitch going. But that's a different story. They can make everything refer back. Hey to man, you, you know I got to, bro. I want to hear it. <laughs> Hey yo, bro! You know, I just want one text message. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get one text message. What? Does the nigga hound your life that bad? You can't say one thing to me. He's <laughs> like, this is the third fucking episode I'm talking hey, about. Bitch, I know you listen. You love podcasts. Just text me. <laughs> This nigga is so oh funny. man! <laughs> but let's go. Let's get into the main event. Yeah, let's, that was Roy Jones, Mike Tyson. Um, you know, I think Bruce Buffer was there. Hey maybe. man, like I said, it was just two drunk uncles in the backyard. That's really what it was. <laughs> Niggas wanted to hug. They they were just hugging all all fight eight rounds of hug. Even though what's it called Mike Corham was some shit. <laughs> eight rounds of hugs. It really was eight <laughs> rounds of hugs, bro. But nah, Mike Mike was really trying to knock his head off. In the sixth round, Mike threw a mean hook and Roy dipped it by just a millisecond. It'd have been caged. And even though I mean I think they had like a no knockout clause. So if he would have got him with that and he would have been out, yeah, it would have been over. He'd already lost. But what's it called Mike? It's just like when Mike get in the ring, he turned into a different person. Like it was one time, like they was, I think it was either the end of the fourth round or end of the fifth round. Mike was hold um they was holding each other. Like Roy was like, Yo, I'm not letting you hit me. And he was like, Yo, I'm gonna let these last 10 seconds uh go out. Bro, I think it was like one second left. That nigga Mike got mad, hit him in the uh, ribs. He said, Oh my bad, my bad. He apologized to him. 
like Mike really thought it was a real fight. Like he was getting angry out there. Like he's like, bro, let me tear you up. Like, but that's the thing. Like niggas don't know that nigga Mike Tyson, bro. He turned into like you said, he turned to a different nigga, bro. He he like fast. Yeah. <laughs> he like fast, bro. Bro, I need y'all niggas to search up Festus, bro. Y'all no, no, exactly please don't. Please about. don't search up Festus because there's a group of people going to come towards us. Please search up Festus, bro. I want y'all to search up Festus. Please, please. The joke will only make sense if you do. Please search that up. Just pause this and search that up right now. And you'll know exactly what I talk about when Mike Tyson gets yeah. that Whole different, different nigga, nigga. Hey yo, and then they had the audacity to call that shit. Yeah, no, Mike definitely won that. Now, but don't get me wrong, Roy caught him with a couple of uh, hits too. But nah, it was it was it really was just hugs and body work. That's really all it was. Bro, talk yo, like the 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 force that was behind Mike's punches is like. I I truly believe Mike broke his ribs. I think because the way he was gasping for air, and even at the end of the fight when they was talking to the commentator. He sounded like he couldn't breathe, and he was holding his stomach. I think he broke his ribs, low key. That nigga had ample time to catch his breath. Mm-hmm. He was still out of breath. That nigga Mike was like, "I mean, I don't think it was. I don't think it was a job, but I mean, if it was a job, it's cool. <laughs> I mean, I, I really want to do this again." Rory was like, "Hey man, um, hey, I mean, I will be down, right? You feel me? I gotta just, you know, what I'm saying." Talk no, to my that's the key right there. That's how the key I'll never right there. If a nigga tell you, yeah, no, I gotta talk to my well, I gotta talk to my wife. I gotta consult. I gotta, I gotta talk to my wife and I gotta talk to my loved ones about it. And well, see, that nigga's telling you right there, bro. Nah, I'm not coming back. <laughs> nah, cause you already know, cause you already know if a nigga wanna do something, he not consulting. Yeah, exactly. He just Word, doing nigga it. Talk about, yeah, yo, I gotta see what, what, what wife he say. You feel me? He <laughs> said he like, yo. This thing over here. <laughs> the nigga's like, yeah, yo, because, you know, my wife, she run the household, so you feel me? If she says, okay, yeah, i definitely come back. But if she not with it, then, you feel me? I ain't going to put it through that. Whole time, he like, nah, yeah, don't even think about me. <laughs> don't even, don't even, don't even expect me to be back in this ring. <laughs> hey, yo, the check got to be enormous if I see Roy really? in that ring with him. He's again, like, nigga, bro. if I come back in this ring, this better like, cover my enormous. grandchildren's grandchildren's grandchildren. <laughs> Whole time for this one fight, he's like, nigga, if y'all put me back in the ring with Mike, yeah, y'all niggas gotta cover everything of my expenses. Like, I shouldn't pay for nothing in this world after this. You want me to get? You want me to get (laughs) hit with a right hook by Mike again? (laughs) Yeah, nigga, nigga, I should be able to walk on air after this. Hey, yo, I'm fucking crying, bro. But it was really just a night of old niggas fighting old niggas. While being commentated by old niggas. Yeah, nah, Snoop did a great you job. Know, shout out to Snoop. Yeah, he, he did a Snoop great job. Snoop did a job great job. I think Snoop Snoop should definitely commentate some more stuff. Like I like him commentating UFC. Cause I think he, he already commentated a, a NBA game. Yeah, he commentated some shit before. Yeah, I know he yeah. did. Um I think yo, Snoop has commentated mad stuff. Cause I think he did he did National Geographic at one point. He did yeah, he did National Geographic. I think he did a Lakers, he did a Lakers and Spurs game. And then, like, I think he did something else. But, yeah, I think Snoop should think about that. Because it's just, like, it's not the conventional way of commentating, but it's funny. And you know the nigga blasted while he's saying it. So it makes it even more entertaining for people. Even more entertaining, for real. I feel like, I mean, Bobby, like, he can only do, like, pay-per-view type shit. Because that's the only stuff where it's, like, they really don't care if you, like, cuss or whatever Mm. you be saying. Y'all don't know if he could do like Fox, but I, wait, did he, did he <laughs> curse on the, the recent one? Oh, he was cursing oh, wow. throughout the whole time. <laughs> he was cursing the whole time. But he did—he did, he did the Lakers game and he didn't curse yeah. once. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Oh, I, was, yeah. I was just making a joke by that. I'm just saying he'll I, he'll flourish more, you know, in those uncensored type of uh, you scenes, eight, like, like scenarios, usually like UFC as case, opposed isn't that to right? like, like ABCs for that be uncensored. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. So it's like you could really just let loose and just say what you were saying. And like, you know, Snoop is just like the grand uncle. But so he everybody uncle. Fucking black community. Yeah. So it's like you already know he's gonna say something that's like relatable. You feel me? Like this is exactly how we're thinking yeah, right now. Exactly. And he just said it. So I feel it's that connection right there that could really like you know what I'm saying, make a whole career out of that for real. Like, shoot. 
make a whole career out of, out of commentating. You already see Wale doing yeah, that. That's, with the that's crazy. People don't Same even talk about that. Peter like, Wale really has tapped into another realm with the uh, WWE because he's making songs for the fighters. Yeah. He's commentating. He's actually being a part of like the fighters' crews and stuff like that. But I think because like you know. People don't look at WWE the same as they did in the early '90s and 2000s, so like it don't really yeah, like, people true. don't really speak about it as much. But because I just recently seen him, he was tweeting. Um, was it the dude that the big the big dude that be with Kofi Kingston? I don't know his name, but um, oh yeah, yeah I Big E. I think big yeah, e, that's I his name, Big E. Big he e. was just tweeting yeah. him talking about like yeah, I'm grateful for Wale because like he he showed so much love and he gave me a song and he did this and that for me for the WWE and I was like. You know, that's crazy. Because even thinking about it now, because, like, if people people don't probably don't know, but I, I was a very big Wale fan in my early years. And he and in a lot of his interviews, mm-hmm. he used to talk about WWE, especially when he was on Hot 97 and he was with Rosenberg. Because Rosenberg is big in, uh, no, yeah, Rosenberg WWE is big as, well. as well. And they used to talk about it and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, that's crazy. But to see him, like, talking about it and, like, rapping about it to now actually, like, doing stuff with that league, like, that's actually dope. So, but. Yeah, it's just crazy because, like, a lot of black entertainers, like, they don't just do the stuff that they entertain for. Like, they have all different things that they like. So it's just like, if he was to tap into commentating with WWE and Snoop was to do it with UFC and, like, NBA and all that stuff. No, I feel Snoop can even do it with the WWE because I just saw, like, what was it, last week? I just saw, like, a 30-minute conversation with him and Undertaker. They have oh, for real? together. Like, they have merch together. Yes, they have merch together and all that. Like they was having a whole ass conversation on IG mm. Live, bro. I was like, "This is Mark Calloway yeah. right here." Like, <laughs> this is really crazy. Now I gotta even watch that Undertaker documentary because he said like he just recently released that. Uh, I gotta, I gotta watch that. See how that is for real. Like how he's doing all those years. But like, even just with just how since hip hop is so mainstream now, I was even watching last night. They made like a news mm-hmm. thing about a bell. I had no idea about this. This is like Saved by the Bell back in the something. And it's like now it's yes, bruh. And it has it still has um Zach Morris, it still has uh Mario Lopez, and it still mm. has Jesse mm. and I think Kelly, if I'm not mistaken. But when I was watching it, I was hearing some theme song, and it was at first like, what the hell is this theme song? But then when I heard when I like got to the end of it, I'm like, yo, this is Lil Yachty, Lil Yachty the made the theme song. Lil Yachty made the theme song for the That's Saved crazy. by the Bell, bro. Lil Yachty, and I'm just like, no one even really speaks about how Lil Yachty has really been doing all this different type of. Shit. Well, if you think about it, just the it, like, I mean, this is funny because it's going to another topic, but just the year alone, like, um, what's his name, Travis Scott. Travis Scott had touched so many different brands and so many different brand deals. This year alone, he made a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just different collabs, like. He collabed with Crazy. PlayStation, McDonald's. Like, it's. I think he did another. I forgot. It was something that just recently happened. He even made the merchandise for the verses for uh, Gucci Man and uh, Gucci Man and Jeezy. So it's just like, you feel me? These entertainers are not just one dimensional people. Like they are able to be so versatile. And it's crazy because like people try to lump these people into a box. One whole time they're the most versatile people in the world. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, like you know, I don't play like we're not trying to play race game or nothing like that. But it's crazy because like black black artists and entertainers can cross over to other worlds. You feel me? With other other different cultures and stuff like that. When have you ever seen another artist of a different ethnicity, you know, cross over to our genres? If it, if it wasn't for vultureness, exactly. Oh, so, yeah. Like when has it actually <laughs> been genuine? Like like we because people that are doing this genuinely like the Tony stuff Hawk. that they're doing. Like when people cross over to mainstream hip hop or like you know into our communities and our areas, it's really just for a check. It's not really something that they yeah. love. Yeah, I'm really trying to think that hasn't been a vote. The only one I could probably think of, like close. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say Justin Timberlake because y'all already know how I feel yeah, about that's Justin Timberlake and Justified album. That's the greatest album ever. Greatest R and B album. Justin Timberlake and maybe Robin. Okay, Thicke. yeah, I would say Robin Thicke. But I, I can't I, say crossover because yeah, he was Thicke already here. That was what he came out with. Even with his father. Like, sure his father yeah, started right. out in our genres. So, just like, it wasn't no yeah, crossover with that. True. At least you could say with Justin Timberlake because he crossed over from, you know, the pop, yeah, the Disney, Disney. and the pop boy bands over to here. 
But I would say, and then, you know, yeah, that was, I think, the only genuine thing. But I think what it stopped him at is once that controversy happened with Janet Jackson, that's when he was like, okay, I'm going to slowly move back over. But even then, I feel after afterwards, he was still moving more. Oh, yeah, no, because, yeah, he still was making stuff with Timberland. You know, yeah, he was still between, you know what I'm saying, co- uh, cultures yeah. and genres. So I would say that because he still even made the suit entire. Oh, yeah, he made AO technology with like much like 50. With 50 Cent. Yeah, so he's still been he's still been here. Hey, didn't he make he made that and going with uh, with Ti too? I think around that time. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so Justin was genuine too. Yeah, Justin. Yeah, he he been he yeah. stayed in tune. That's why I could say definitely he mm-hmm. stayed in tune. And yeah, I can't really think of anybody yeah. else. Though. But no, that, like I said, that's just a testament to you know just black people in general. Like we're we're so versatile, we're able to do multiple multiple different things. You feel me? Like. People just think like, oh, we like this and that, and that's it. Like, oh, we just gonna listen to rap music all day and just, you know, drink Hennessy and shit like that. Like, no. These like shoot, even Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler listened to country music all day. This Jimmy. Uh-huh. Man started his own coffee company. Jimmy like when, when do you hear this stuff like he that? He is a different type of nigga. He is definitely yeah. a different type of nigga. But that's the thing, that's the beauty of black people. There's just all different types. Even just us going to an HBCU, you see all the different types of black people there are. There's not just one. And they all have their own group and they all do At their all. own thing. Like, nigga, we got punk rock black people in Baltimore, Maryland. Like, like what? Like, <laughs> on a Morgan State campus, you like, see nigga, niggas you wearing gonna... leather and gothic shit. Like, and it's like, you know, some people might clown and some people might laugh, Real but talk. they have a whole community in at that school that backs them up. Like Real talk, yo. Like even the um well, he don't go to more he don't go to our school, but uh the one nigga Jay Grams, he's an artist out that came from Baltimore, and like he be with Smoke Dizzy and them niggas. Like that nigga, if you see his IG or his anything that he be doing, bro, it's like about wrestling. It's about gothic shit. It's like not the typical shit you would ever see from a Baltimore nigga. Like you wouldn't even think this nigga was from Baltimore yeah. at all. So it's just like we are, we are able to be so shit. We got ready a friend to like adapt. That. Shout out you me? Like we're able to adapt. Yeah, so happened. Allen. Yeah, out shout out Allen. Definitely, for niggas I know, Allen. Allen is a definitely is definitely a different nigga, bro. He's the most different Baltimore but dummy you ever met. At like you'll ever meet, but that's what makes him so amazing because he's just so different. Like you'll never see a nigga that watches anime and just just all the shit that he does. It's like you would never even imagine, bro. If we told you the stories about Allen, bro, that would happen. <laughs> if we told you, I would. That would just be for a real, <laughs> but it's it's just niggas be different for real. That's really the end all mm-hmm. be all, bro. And we could dominate anything that you put at at us, nigga. Hip hop, like music, nigga. Sports. Speaking of sports, why the fuck is sports still on? Like in general, I, I know we was about to talk about just the NFL, but why the fuck is sports like still on? It's all about like, the money, man. Like, bro, what 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 team was it? Dallas Cowboys um, or Dallas Cowboys? One nigga yeah. died. From well, COVID. they never officially came out and said well, it, but we pretty uh, yeah. much know. We pretty much know. And if a nigga dies from COVID in y'all organization and y'all not even really like addressing it, yeah, <laughs> like. And then uh, what's it called? The Pittsburgh Steelers and uh, Pittsburgh Steelers and Baltimore Ravens game got pushed back a week because four players got three players got it from Baltimore: Lamar Jackson, J.K. Dobbins, COVID. and Mark Ingram. And mind you, these are all starters. So it's like, literally, they, and they had to play the game on Wednesday at 3.30 p.m. When have you ever heard of a National Football League game getting played on a Wednesday at 3.30 p.m.? Shit, even all the quarterbacks for the Denver yes. Broncos got it and couldn't play. Wait. So it's like, bro, all right, is it just to a point where it's like, all right, the whole team has to literally get it in order for y'all to stop playing? Because I, I just want—I well, don't understand. Like, literally, y'all. You would think that'll be the end all, like, be all, but somebody literally died. So it's just like, it, like somebody literally still are died. <laughs> so it's just like, regardless if they were playing or not, they were still in y'all yeah. league. And, and, and it wasn't. Like, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't put words in people's mouth. Maybe because it's just like, oh, well, he wasn't a head coach or he wasn't a player. So, but I'm like, this the person is still a person, and he's still part of somebody's organization, like, and he's still being. Uh, treated and in contact yeah. with y'all people. So. Like, he's still getting money from y'all. So, he's a part of this organization 
just as much as the players are, just as much as the coaches are, just as much yeah. as the owners are. And it's like for the fact that no one has even really gotten, at least from what I can recall, I have not heard any direct comment about the thing outside of like mm -hmm. when it was reported. So it's like, if y'all not even going to make a direct comment about it, it's like, why are we still playing? Like, I'll be really wondering for the players. I know at the end of all, of mm -hmm. course, money. You feel me? Niggas want money. Niggas need money. Niggas maybe not do best money management or niggas just want more money because of greed. Whatever the reason is, yes, money. Money is important and because we made it important. But it's like, all right, nigga, to what point is money really that important, bro? Like, where money is actually, like, driving you. Yeah, that's a fact. Shit. Like, I would never want to do something where money is, like, literally driving me to do this shit. Like, I'm literally only well, doing I, it Well, I money. feel like the only thing you could really say, as at least a, a way to justify it, is everybody had an opportunity to opt out. Like, you didn't have to come if you didn't want to. At all, bro. And we've seen some big names opt out. I can't remember them off the top of my head, but we've seen some big names mm. opt out themselves. Like, I think Marquise, Marquise Goodwin, like, I have he opted out. Um, yeah, like these niggas. I remember one nigga was like, I opted out because uh, he had like that a baby on the way or something like that. It's like, yeah, okay, so it's like, nigga, I got and I think shit I forgot it was a defensive player, like, but I know he had said he opted out because his mom has cancer and stuff like that. And he was just like, you know, if I keep going around, keep playing and doing all this stuff, I have a better chance of giving it to her coming back home, then I can't see her and stuff like that. Exactly. So, like, real talk, bro. It's like, it's this is really about how you prioritize this shit. Like, is football really that important to you? Is money really that important to you? Where it's like you'll risk losing your life just to play. I mean, but and for some of them niggas, that it is. Some of them niggas actually is. Like, and, like if they don't have football, they don't have anything. Like, some of them niggas still have that mindset, even though it's like a cliche mindset for like football jocks. Mm -hmm. A lot of them niggas, like a lot of niggas I even played with back then. A lot of niggas I know now. That's really like their mindset. Like if I don't play football, I won't have anything else going. Which for is me. sad. Which is very sad because, like, even just now, how we're talking about how black people, because mainly the main, main, most of these players are yeah, black. The, people. I think the NFL is made up of seventy three percent of black people. Yeah, and it's like we just talking about how black people are so versatile. We literally have the range to do whatever we put our mind to. Like even in that show, Ballers, where the lineman that was under the rock. That nigga was like, bro, I want to do mm. gaming. Like, nigga, even shit like that. Like, nigga, I could get money from gaming. I, I have a passion. I have a love yeah. for gaming. Like, we can do anything that we really want to. We don't have to stick to the one profession that everybody wants us to stick in, bro. Like, I don't want to just be defined as one thing. You know who you I think me? is great? Well, I mean, I know we're talking about the NFL. But the NBA is great at that. Because if you even look at it, like, mm -hmm. you, when you when you mention the gaming, like, Josh Hart plays for the Pelicans. He literally like games after like they have their own game. Like he'll like you know do what he has to do, come home and then go right on Twitch and make money like that. And like a lot of these people have ventures outside of basketball. So if it, I I mean I know like I said we are talking about NFL though. So I'm like I rarely see NFL players like that. Like it's a couple of NFL players I seen like Mark Ingram and uh, Cam Jordan. They have a podcast together, and I know. Um, What's the other one? Taylor Lewan for the uh, Titans. And mm -hmm. what was his other dude? I think I forgot his name. But uh, another, like his teammate, they have a podcast together. So, but it's like, that's like the only like group, like two group of people I've seen that do it. Like, I really don't hear nothing else from nobody else. This is straight football with them. And it's like, I feel they could do, like, even for example, the McCordy twins, that could be a great podcast mm -hmm. off rip. Just for the fact that they're twins in the NFL. And like, don't they play together the too? The stories that could they did play together. I don't think uh, they play together now. But they did play get play together. Yeah, I'm gonna say wasn't they both on the Patriots together? So it's like, mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like, nigga, that right there, like off off the bat could just be something great to even talk about. That could have at least three episodes mm -hmm. right there. Like niggas have options. It's just but will the same really money come in that they like, get from football? I'm sure mm, it can. I don't think they're making millions I'm off sure of these podcasts like they're doing with the football field. I mean, but like podcasts, I'm not even using podcasts specifically. I'm just talking about venturing mm. out in general. Podcasts even now is is a new thing. So there's no set value or like really money on this. And from what I've been hearing from like when I watch other podcasts like the Joe Budden podcast, this is clearly a billion dollar company. So mm. there's money in it. It's just about how we go about getting the money. That's really 
that all it is to it. But even outside of podcasting, there's other shit that we could do that could make us yeah, millions true. of dollars. You feel me? And when you put when you have hundreds of thousands, when you have millions already, you can just put hundreds of thousands to like invest. And that could flip into millions. Like there's a bunch of ways you could be millionaires outside of your profession. It don't just gotta be and a lot of niggas is not even millionaires. Mm, like because you already know the NFL, they shit is just starting to get good. Like they they still don't got no. I'm gonna NBA say money. they don't even got guaranteed contracts. Exactly, it's not no NBA NBA type contracts yeah. yet. It's just starting to get up there because Patrick Mahomes moving yeah. shit. But he literally he took that nigga basically took a stake of the what's it called of the team. I'm just like yeah, cool of the team. Like, yeah, five hundred mil. Yeah, that's good. Five hundred mil, bro. That's still crazy, bro. Like I know we're not even talking about that. That's still crazy. Mm-hmm. Five hundred mil. Half a billion dollars to one nigga to throw a ball. I mean, they like I said, they must believe in him that much because it's just like five hundred mil. Me, yeah. And in what in three seasons he gave you a Super Bowl and an MVP. So I'm pretty sure they like, yeah, you could do it again. And they might be the favorite to repeat or well, between them and Pittsburgh to win this year. So it's just like, hey, shit. I mean, go ahead. I mean, bro. he exceeded expectations more than anybody would have thought anyway. And then plus, he's a, he like. Patrick Mahomes is the one person that is in a great situation if you think about it because he literally he's entertaining, he can fill seats, and he gets the job done. See, a lot of people don't have that. It's only rare, you feel me, that somebody's entertaining, mm-hmm. flashy, and can win the games for you. Like that's like LeBron S. That's like and I can't even say Brady because Brady's not flashy. Brady just uh I throw the ball, I'm gonna throw a slant route. It's gonna happen. <laughs> like Brady's gonna give you 500 yards, but it's gonna be like, uh, it's 500 yards. It's 500 yeah, yards exactly. traditional way. Where this nigga Mahomes really gonna is. throw behind his back, or he gonna do a jump pass, or he gonna he gonna like I mean he gonna do like a spin a rooney, like he gonna do some. Other... And he gonna yeah, do some exactly. NFL street shit on the field. <laughs> you doing so it's that? like if you could fill if you could fill up the seats and you can win those games, hell yeah, I'm gonna give you all the money you want. Take that, take that, take that. You feel me? Like, take that, bro. And it's just like. Black people, bro, it's just, oh, this is amazing how black people are flourishing. Uh, can we classify? Like I mean, no, that's another story for another day. Because if hey, we yo. being honest. <laughs> we not about to do this. If we, we not being honest now. We not about to do this. Pat, I mean, Pat is, but does he nah, does he embrace it? You know what I mean? This, bro. We not about to, we not, okay, and, whether they embrace no, it No, we can't take that day yes. We see his daddy now, but does he embrace that? Have you seen his wife? All right, so that do you want to go into the topic of interracial marriage? No, 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 because no, no, I don't think I don't person. think I'm fully equipped on. All right, right that's what I'm saying. Because you, it, it's not no, no, like no, 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 I'm not going to go that route. route but, but actually, I, I can't even say that because it's, it's, it's a lot of black people that have interracial marriages, and they're you know they're they're still considered black. But I would say more on Mahomes because even people went through like former tweets and stuff that he said as well about like certain things. So it was just like, eh, he a little iffy on that, like. You feel me, like? Nah, Zay, I, I I completely agree with you. The nigga puts ketchup on his macaroni and cheese. I know he he's not, <laughs> you know that you know what I'm saying. Well, he would really consider as a black person, but at the end of the day, if he does say he's black, but then also, it's some people that are biracial that can play both sides of the fence, and they only use that to their convenience. But like I said, that's too deep. That's we that's we don't true. have to have a. That's why that's an episode for Black History Month. We gotta talk about that. That's a Black History Month episode. <laughs> exactly, bro. Because you're going to make me bring up Mulatto, bro. Hey, yeah, no, topic. we definitely got to say that. We definitely got to say that. Don't make me bring up. I'm like, why is. Uh, anyway, we're not even. Let's just get to another happened. light skin, bro. Who's, who's in... Let's get to another light skin, bro. Shout out to hey, Curry. Man, Curry, man. 30, man. <laughs> Curry. Curry. Mm, shout out look to at look Curry, at Curry man, man. Y'all don't so know. inspirational doing all oh, that. Oh, you didn't get that no reference, did you? I said look nah, at Curry you, man, so inspirational. You don't know what that's from? Nah, flight. That. Nah, where that from? No, crickets. Yeah, flight react. Flight. He like he he he's like that's his saying. Like his catchphrase. Like look at Curry man, inspirational. You never you never heard him say that. I never heard him say inspirational. But then again, I never watched. I don't flight watch him either. Twitter, I just like, know it from Twitter. No, I used to watch him oh. like back in the day. When I was like younger and actually watch YouTube videos, but I don't, I don't watch them now. And I never watched like mm. the basketball shit for real, because that nigga oh, can't well. play basketball. You know what's crazy? That nigga shit is nasty. Lately, but anyway, on YouTube, I've been I've been watching A M P. I don't know if you know who A M P is, but yeah, if people who watch YouTube nah. know A M P, they funny as hell. But yeah, continue. Anyway, back to the topic at hand. 
We're gonna talk about Stephen Curry and Under Armour. The know, waffle color assassin. To make, <laughs> to make the official Curry Goat brand. Give it up. Yes, yep. sir. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Shout out Curry. Curry Goat. Curry Goat. Curry Goat. Curry Goat. Imagine if you actually made that shit like Curry Yeah, no. No, that wouldn't hit. No. That wouldn't hit? That would be like confidence, though. Like, nigga, I'm already the goat, and there's Curry Goat, and I'm the same color as Curry Goat. Nigga, it's a triple entendre, but like, come on, bro. Like, that shit wrote itself, my nigga. Like, you know what? Honestly. It's cheesy, but I can I can give it. I can yeah, I can I can budge. You can slide. Can, you can slide with it though. I'm bringing up multiple ways you can be a curry goat. You can slide with it. Like, come on, come on, <laughs> come on. Anyway, yes. this nigga made curry brand. Now, for y'all niggas that don't know how big that is, that is a very big thing. As you know, the only person I can really think of off the top of my head to do this was Michael Jordan. With um Nike and the Jordan Jordan brand, so this is a it's, it's a big moment. Um, you know how you feel? I about wouldn't it? wear them shits, but um, you know, I think it, 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 <laughs> hey, man, it, it, if a brother is making it and he's you know what I mean because also like he is giving back to the community as well and he's doing things to help our communities while he's making his brand. So I'm always gonna salute it. Now I you ain't never gonna catch me wearing no Under Armors. Like, don't get me wrong, I like the brand Under Armour for the workout gear and stuff like that. Yeah, probably but not. But the shoes, you just, I'm not I'm not from Baltimore, so you're not going to catch me wearing it. You feel me? But, um, yeah, man, I think it's great. Because, like you said, the only person that you really know and have done this besides him is, is Jordan. You know what I mean? When he, you know, he took a, a faction of Nike and made Jordan brand. So it's like, you feel me? And was he, he worth a billion now? So... You know what I mean? Curry could be right on his way of doing the same thing. So it was like, it's great because, like, Femi got more. Like, we had that conversation in like a previous episode ago, I believe, when we was talking about, you know, black entrepreneurs and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, man, it's great. Like, yo, it's it's another black man winning, another black man that's going to be up on the scoreboard. You feel me? So, hey, I'm all for it. Real talk. That's that's really it. Niggas having a seat at the table, having that equity talk. You feel me? And I feel like I really, it's really a big congratulations for me because it's like, I feel like he's seen this ever since he joined, yeah. like first joined Under Armour. Because like, even when they was talking about how when he didn't join any of the other brands, but he joined Under Armour, he was talking about how he had an equity stake mm-hmm. in Under Armour as well. Like he wasn't yeah. just a cover athlete. Like he was also having like investments mm-hmm. in the in the company itself. So I feel like that already was going to be something leading to this, where it's like, all right, I'm, I have a big enough stake now where I can actually make my I own mean, faction. And make uh, Under, my Armour, own, Under Armour saw, they saw the shit. future. They saw what he was doing. He was changing the NBA. Yep. I think he, had, he was the first person to win a unanimous MVP. So they're like, yo, you know what? If you keep this up, you feel me? Why won't we have you, you feel me, have stake in it and you making our brand bigger? Because even just him having that MVP season and him going off, that made the brand shoot up even more. You feel me? Because to be honest, it, before Curry, it was going to be Kevin Durant. Because they they went uh, when Kevin Durant sneaker deal almost came up with uh, Nike. They was going to give Kevin Durant, you know, Under Armour, basically like, yo, you could have it. Like, but Kev was just like, no, I'm gonna just stick with Nike. But they they tried the same thing. So then they was like, mm-hmm. like once they seen that, you know, Curry was doing what he was doing, it was like, you know what, you're gonna bring us more money regardless. So why why won't we put you on the team? Like, you feel me? Have some stake in it. And then it's just like Andy already had Andy already had for one of them years like like recently too yeah like where he was the top selling shoe you the so top selling shoe you the top like, selling jersey nigga, you bringing already... tickets in like literally he changed the dynamic of the NBA if we're not if we're like we're being honest like yeah I was about to say we could have a discussion about how Curry is actually like and like this yeah. to Jordan in that aspect like he actually did change the NBA yeah. how niggas even play now like. Niggas before Curry, niggas was not playing. Yeah, it was the like, inside game. Straight threes. It was an like, inside, like, was was inside out game. Yeah, it was not no outside. Niggas was not playing around the perimeter. Niggas was not defending yeah. behind like before, thirty feet. Like that was just unheard of. Now you see niggas is yeah. over here defending behind the logo and shit. Like niggas mm-hmm. is doing full court press off the gate now. Yeah. Like the and it was like, the game. bro, he's so like he's such of a trailblazer. Like he he basically took the center position out of the league. Bro, talk now it's like even. If you're a regular center, like 
how niggas was back in the day. You ain't gonna do shit, nigga. We exactly. can't have like, no Brad Miller. Like, on this like team. a Shaq can't survive this era because he can't shoot. If you know only inside, like all it is, all the game is now is floor spacing. So it's like, it, I, like that's crazy because it's messed up. Because there's a lot of big dudes that could really play basketball and that really could bang with the best of them. But it's like if you don't got no shot, then you can't play. Cause it's like, bro, you're not gonna sit here and be in the block for three seconds. Like, we're not doing that, nigga. Can we pass it out to you? But then again, but then again, I do feel like that's actually helping the big man as opposed to hurting them because now it's making their game more dynamic. Now it's forcing you to be more dynamic. Like, you can't just be a big man in the paint all the time. Now, you can't be a Charles Barkley ass nigga, bro. Like, you have to extend your game now. Like, you have to know how to shoot threes. You have to yeah, know how to do like turnaround jays. You have to know how to do all that shit now. It's literally forcing you to become better now. Like, I have to become an Anthony Davis type of nigga where it's like I, I have guard mm. moves, but I'm just a big-ass nigga. So I actually do like that in a sense. Like, Curry is actually improving all the all the. All I mean, because if you like, think about it, back around. in the day, it was only like one. It was two people that was doing that. And then them niggas was foreign. It was Pau Gasol, and it was, what's it called? And Dirk mm-hmm. Nowitzki. You feel me? Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki is the forefather of it. That was really it. As the big man that can actually stretch. You feel me? And then what? Well, okay, no, mm-hmm. I just, you could say three. It was it was Dirk, Powell, and uh, Chris Bosh. Them three. You feel me? Yeah, yeah Chris Bosh. It was them three. Chris but then it's yeah. like once Curry came along, it was like nigga, you had to do that. Because if you even think about it, when Demarcus Cousins first came in the league, it was straight. I'm gonna bully you in the paint, body, 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 body. Yeah, like now once, you like once Demarcus Cousins, the like the last, like the last two years of, uh, of Sacramento going into New Orleans. He was an outside player. Like, don't get me wrong, he still bodied you in the plane, but you pass it because he's going to shoot a three. You feel me? Yeah. Same thing with Carl Anthony Towns. No, but but, uh, I can say this because I actually used to watch Carl in basketball practice. Like, he always been shooting, though. You know, I'm always going to run with this to the day I die. I beat him in a three-point contest. And anybody who was in AAU with us, they know. They know. Ask my daddy. Ask Dede. Hey, yeah. Ask my brother. They know. You feel me? Ask my Love daddy. Call, man. You feel me? But, yeah, I beat him in a three-point contest, and everybody had to run laps. This is a true story. Right-hand guy. You feel me? <laughs> you, got, you got to, bro, because niggas won't believe you, bro. They going to think I know him, man. Bro. I know him. You can check the track record. <laughs> now, I need y'all to go to Langley Park right now. I need y'all to check into that recreation center, and y'all going to see my name. No, no, no. No, no. Trust me, nobody. Oh, three. People probably barely might remember. I'm not gonna remember that shit. But niggas don't know me. I ain't shit. <laughs> I ain't shit. And why do you think I'm sitting here doing a podcast? But anyway, you feel me? But yeah, but just back to Curry hey, in general. Like, Curry, Curry is inspirational, man. And Curry is, you feel me? He he he's gonna be one to start that wave because that because uh, actually what's crazy, LeBron was supposed to do that with with um what's called because LeBron just talked about it on um. The road tripping uh, podcast. He spoke on how he was supposed to do Team LeBron with Nike. He was going to make his own uh, faction, and he wanted his first star to be Luka Doncic, but Luka ended up signing with Team Jordan. But like LeBron had the whole layout coming and stuff like that, so it was just like you feel me. More people are going to start doing it, but also you got to be. I think, That's but true. also you got to be a player that that gets the numbers though. You know what I mean? Gets the numbers and can win the championships for you to even. For them to believe in you, you know what I mean? Oh shit! How can I forget? Yeah, Dwayne Wayne. Dwayne Wayne is damn yeah, near his company. Now. That's a whole different thing. It really damn near. Yeah, it's, it's damn really near his Dwayne company, Wade bro. <laughs> like Wade, he was like, "Yo, this is mine." D'Angelo Russell is gonna be the uh, the star athlete. Yeah, because he has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, D. Russ is under him. Is D. Russ? Is Udonis? Um, who else is in it? Is somebody else in it too as well? But yeah, he did that. Shit, remember back in the day? I don't see you gotta be a real basketball fan to know this shoe. But remember Peaks? Yeah, the triangle shit. So I heard of Peaks. I think Tony, I think Tony Parker was the first yeah. person to wear those. It was like Tony Parker had his own thing with it. Kyle Lowry, I think, had his own thing with it at one point. If I'm not mistaken, Dwight Howard and Ray John Rondo had something to do with it as well, too. But yeah, you got that. And then I think if you know it's funny, Clay Thompson has uh his own shoe too. With something, I think it's like a teeth and Nifa or something. It's something, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You feel me? So it's like, like people that. are just like, it's not everybody's just not coming to the league. Like, oh, we about to do Nike, Adidas, Jordan. You feel me? Like people is like, nah. Like we actually gonna sit here and think about what we can get from these uh, brands and from these companies. Like, 
are you gonna give me a steak? Are you gonna you got me? Shit. are you gonna like um you know do like this and that for me? Because even I mean, what's it called? Adidas is a big brand, but when when uh what's it called? When Derrick Rose came out of college, he was like, yo, like for my brand, you have to do X Y Z. Like when D Rose came out of college, he was like, yo, yeah, y'all gonna pay me like fifty million a year, but also my best friend is gonna get twelve million a year too. Like it's in it's in D Rose contract that his best friend gets paid twelve mil, like and just for being his best friend, mm-hmm. like not doing nothing else but just being his best friend. And I think they also pay. Uh, I think Adidas also pays his parents and like his kids. So it's like that's crazy to me. Like, but it's like you like at a point in time, black people couldn't do that. We couldn't have those demands. It was like nigga, you want this or not? You feel me? So it's just like exactly. But now it's, it's we 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 have the, the bargaining power, have, yo, and realizing how much revenue. Yeah, we have we have the revenue, yo. Like we we are bringing in the numbers. It's because of the fact that we didn't know about the numbers that we brought in, and we didn't know about the impact that we had outside our like inner circle. That's why I wasn't thinking that we could have done shit. But we able to like we seeing now, like nigga, we we're bringing in majority of y'all revenue. Like we're bringing in all of y'all revenue. Matter of fact, nigga, like mm-hmm. y'all need us to make this money. So I better get my money, nigga. Y'all ain't about to take all the money y'all making off of me. Like, the same thing was even with Safe, saying with Dave and how, nigga, I don't want just the 50 mil, nigga. I want, like, if my name's going to be on this show, I want a part of the show, mm-hmm. nigga. Like, I want the show. <laughs> like, I should get equity in the exactly. show that's after my name, right? At the end of the day, man, if you black, bro, just try to own your shit, bro. And even if Yo, you own your shit, man, just crazy. get your money right, bro. Because not everybody can it's be crazy bossy, that but everybody can be Speaking about this, because you know? last night I was on, um, I was on Twitter and they uh the 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 clip with Dame Dash and uh, DJ Envy resurfaced from his Breakfast Club interview and he was talking about my son got cookies my son is the owner and he was like he was like Envy he's like you enjoy waking up you could call another man a boss he was like he's like so your son, your son could call that man dad <laughs> because he don't own you don't own this station blah blah this and that and I actually think that actually brought up a good point because like I can see where Dame Dash is coming mm-hmm. from. But I can also see where Indians come from. Because not everybody, I don't, like, you feel me? Not everybody is cut out to be a boss. You feel me? Yeah, that's why I said not everybody can yeah. be a boss, but everybody you know can mean? be great. And, like, people was, like, because people was actually under the comments arguing. It was like, yeah, they was like, nah, damn right. That nigga, uh, Envy is a pussy. How you want to call somebody a boss, blah, blah, this and that? You got to clock in. This man can fire you, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, I don't think nobody started off being a boss. If you started off being a boss, nine times out of ten, somebody handed that down to you. I don't think people just... I don't believe that Dame Dash woke up one day and was just a boss. Pretty sure he had to work for somebody else, or at least work in a sense to even get to where he was like, all right, I could be my own boss of this. You feel me? So, but then on the other hand, it's just like, like you say, Envy, uh, Envy, he does that on the radio, but he still is worth $6 million. So it's just like, you feel mm-hmm. me? Even though he has a boss and even he does the certain things, he's worth six million dollars. So it's just look. And even then, all because he ain't the boss of that. And, and that's, and and look, that's what he was saying because Envy is the boss of a uh, what's it called? A real estate company. He does real estate. He flips. I think he, he's the boss of a uh, of a motor company too. And I think he has a clothing brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah. has a clothing brand too. I think the uh, Pray for Me God yeah, yeah, yeah. or Pray of God or something like that. It's something like that, yeah. But it's like you you can have multiple incomes, mm-hmm. multiple streams of doing something. Like shoot, and it's like now it's mm-hmm. easier to even become a boss. And, but but then people that, don't realize like, there's bosses that struggle too. Not everybody becomes a boss and they're like they're making millions mm-hmm. of dollars and stuff like that. A lot of these bosses being debt they self. Shoot, even like they even bring it up in Dame Dash case. A lot of Dame Dash's businesses got bankrupt and went under. So yeah, you're a boss. You have your name on something, but you don't have no revenue from it. Exactly. And even then, like a lot of these brands that are trying that talking about they making so much money and shit like that really ain't making money out the first mm-hmm. two or three years. Like you're actually under the whole time. Like mm-hmm. you have to build that shit out of there. Yeah. You think, like as soon as you start, you're so in the rest regardless. It's a struggle. Hello? <sighs> no, nah, my right. fault. I was drinking cranberry juice. You gotta stay healthy on the punch. I thought the bitch, whole thing went out. Saying? Goddamn. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. The red <laughs> once you start, like, really, in the middle of an episode, you just gonna drink cranberry juice? 
So I was you saying like that. That's basically you telling us we need to wrap it up. So you I can be healthy, but like, damn, you could have did that behind the scenes. Okay, hey, if you're done talking, just let me know. We can we can end this right here. Okay, but like if I if I do that, like if I didn't quench my thirst, then my lips would have became chapped. And then my mouth would have became dry, and then I've been talking even worse. And you feel me? I would have been talking just like all disconnected and everything like that. So if you want me to be disconnected, I'll be disconnected. But I was actually thinking about the show in the episode at hand. That's why I took me a swig of this cranberry juice right here, so I can have my numbers up and I can have my game ready. All right? You see, my mind's clear, right? So anyway, guys, we're gonna wrap it up for this week's episode. You see my mind's clear, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know why you're here, please come find. I shit. This is John Mayer's job. I don't remember what the fuck the saying is. I don't know. But yo, just come mess with us <laughs> next week, man. And we're gonna holler at y'all. Hey man, God bless. Drink your cranberry. Yeah, whatever. Juice.